Okay, as a part of my current kick of rethinking church, I want to look at a couple things in the Bible, places where there are examples of what the church looked like in the Bible. So a couple points. First of all, I don't think that these are necessarily prescriptive. Uh, They're not commands for us to operate our churches in exactly the same way as they were in the New Testament. But I do think they can be illustrations of how they did it and what it looked like, and we can learn from that. So today I'm reading in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, one of the few places, there really aren't that many places in the Bible that give uh, descriptions of what the the church was like, a few places, obviously. Uh, This is right after Pentecost, and there were 120 people in in the room at Pentecost, and then 3,000 shortly thereafter, and the church was just, it was an exciting time. Church was exploding. And what did they do? What did it look like? Acts chapter 2, verse 42, I'm reading from the CSB. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. So those four points, we'll just look at them here uh, briefly. I think they can be interesting. The apostles' teaching. You know, later in 1 Corinthians 14, and I, I want to talk about that in another uh, at another time, but there is uh, kind of some instruction for how to run a church meeting, and it's like everybody brings something to share, right? And I think that's important, and I think, uh, well, we've been doing that at our church actually for a really long time, and it's been great. I think that's fantastic. But I, I do think it's interesting here that it's, you know, it's teaching. It's experts teaching, the apostles teaching. They, the apostles, it says later in Acts, uh, they devoted themselves to preaching and to prayer. And so, um, you know, that was, that was their main thing. And here they're, they're, they're teaching these brand new Christians, brand new converts. The term Christian hadn't even been coined yet, right? They, they're, uh, they're just people from all over the world who saw what happened on Pentecost, heard the preaching of the gospel and, and got saved and got baptized. And so I imagine that these initial teachings were pretty foundational. Uh, you know, just what was it? What was, what is this all about? Think about it. They didn't have the, the new Testament to read and they were, you know, kind of in the middle from the, the, the Jewish way of life. And then, you know, just transitioning into this, uh, Christianity into they were you know Jewish Jesus followers going to the temple every day it said and then uh, in each other's homes every day and and here's what they were doing devoting themselves to the apostles teaching second to the fellowship someone brought up a point in our Bible class this Sunday that I thought was really good which was what do people do what do people like to do everyone just in the world I mean go to parties that's what people do. That's what we all do. I mean, just we like to go to parties, right? And when you become a Christian, all of a sudden you go to meetings. And I thought that's so powerful. There's, that's really interesting to think about, right? Is for some reason, it like we make things more serious, right? We make things more, uh, I don't know, boring. <laughs> like we have meetings, right? Instead of parties. But here we see something interesting. I mean, they devoted themselves to the fellowship. And I think that's key. They spent time together. It was clear that they 
loved being together and just spent a ton of time together. It wasn't once a week in the service, right? I mean, they really had community. I think that's probably a key that we should really pick up and learn from. We could talk about that for hours and what that would look like and how do we do that in today's world, uh, <laughs> especially right now with uh, social distancing, it's tougher. You know, can we have a potluck? Uh, you know, I mean, it's like, it makes all these things harder, but but that is a key, I think, that we need to really double down on and figure out how to encourage and make fellowship, make friendships. Uh, just a, It's easy to think of that as almost just kind of a side thing for a church, but here it says they were devoted to it. Is your church, is my church, I'll make this about me, is my church devoted to fellowship? It's pretty strong. Number three, to the breaking of bread. It doesn't seem like there's a real consensus whether, it doesn't seem clear really whether that's uh, specifically talking about the Lord's Supper or just eating together, possibly both, since, especially since those, those things happened together in the early church. And I, you know, I, I don't know the answer. I read a whole bunch of commentaries about this verse to try to see if there was some consensus, and it doesn't seem like there is. Most commentators are just very honest about it and say, we don't really know. It doesn't seem to be clear, uh, you know, if it's one or the other, but prob- probably both. I think that makes the most sense to me. They would have eaten together as a part of fellowship, and here it says breaking bread, and then they were they were doing we see that other where elsewhere in the New Testament that they were celebrating the Lord's Supper uh, frequently. So that's probably I think we could say they're, they're both of that those things are a part of that. So apostles teaching, fellowship, breaking of bread, and to prayer. I wonder what that looked like. I really do. I mean, were they was it individual prayers? Was it corporate prayers? Was it uh, praying for each other? Um, you know, I don't know. A lot of our prayer services have music involved. Did they have any of that? We don't, but New Testament doesn't talk a lot about music. And so I, I don't know what that looked like. And I'll be honest, pr- prayer doesn't come real natural to me, spending a lot of time in prayer and something I've been trying to work on. Uh, I do spend time in prayer, but it, I, I know that it doesn't come as natural to me or as easily to me as it does to some others. But here it is again devoted, devoted to prayer. Is my church, am I? devoted to prayer. So I love this list of four. I think we can really learn from these. And just as a part of my kind of ongoing quest here to learn as much as I can about how we can do church, what are the essentials? What are the things that we really uh, can learn from the Bible about what church should look like? Uh, I think these are, this is just a great, really powerful list.